The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. It is a teaching tutorial Thursday presented, of course, by DraftKings. That means Professor Greg Cosell, who I must say is looking very professorial today, is in the house to break down some of the big news in the NFL yesterday, as well as the biggest games here in week 17 in the National Football League. Absolutely love Thursdays. I know a lot of you guys do as well. Tomorrow, by the way, I'll already make my picks for every other NFL game other than just tonight's game between the Browns and the Jets. And it'll be a finish strong Friday, all that stuff. And we'll have winners. Those of you that somehow engage with at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker pod on social media or those of you that take advantage of any of our great sponsors or even if you just want to shout out youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL just subscribe reply to any video you can even just say Ross I just want the shout out I love it you got a great chance to get it and then speaking of shout outs how about our latest patron uh Kip Lockwood Kip Lockwood welcome to the family buddy we love getting patrons patreon.com slash RT Media. Be a part of a private community of Tuckheads on our private Slack channel. It is awesome. It's also awesome anytime we get a chance to talk to Greg. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. You know him. You love him. He's at Greg Cosell on social media. He's the NFL Films legend. The NFL Matchup Show all weekend. Greg, before we get to some of these games, I did want to ask you a couple items in the news. The biggest one, obviously, being the decision by the Broncos to bench Russell Wilson for these last two games. Now, you and I have been very clear over the years that clearly there are some economic factors at play here. The Broncos have said as much. The reporting has indicated as such. We don't get into that. That's a different deal. I do want to know what you've seen from Russell this year. 
because statistically, at least, it's way, way better than what it was last year. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. When, when Sean Payne became the head coach, my sense was that it wouldn't necessarily work out long term. Uh, and again, it's just a matter of coaching belief and philosophy versus style of quarterback. Um, there's no question that Russell Wilson's a solid NFL quarterback. Um, but he's not really a true timing rhythm player in the way that Sean Payton sees his offense. Now, people can debate all those kinds of things, uh, and, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, Sean Payton has a belief and a philosophy in how he wants the quarterback position played. He certainly had a Hall of Fame quarterback in Drew Brees. It was a very good mix of quarterback and coach. Um, they saw the game the same way. Russell Wilson is not that style of quarterback. It doesn't mean that Russell Wilson can't play in the league. It just means that his style of play does not fit the way Sean Payton sees the position. Because Russell Wilson at his core is not a true timing and rhythm player. He does not hit his back foot and, and get rid of the football. Uh, and when you watch tape, you see a lot of cases every single week where there are receivers that are open based on their route concepts and combinations, and the ball does not come out. And, and you and I both know that, that for Sean Payton, that's a problem. I got to think, though, Greg, also – the way Russell's played this year, I would imagine he'll have a starting spot in the NFL somewhere next year where someone says, look, this guy's got, what is it, a three-to-one touchdown-interception yeah. ratio, pretty good completion percentage. Like, this guy gives us a, a pretty good chance to win. I think at this point, people, that could well happen. But I think at this point, you would probably need to feel that you need a run game, a good defense, that he's not necessarily the lead dog, that he's sort of a complementary piece who can function efficiently because he does not turn the ball over. That's one of the things that Wilson has always done exceptionally well in his career and can't be minimized is that he does not turn the ball over. It'll be interesting for sure. I'll have a lot to say about the financial part of it and how the Broncos handled it a little bit later in the show in my Tux takes. I thought it was interesting, Greg, there's two games left, right? And two NFC East teams, rather than give their young guys a couple more games, Sam Howe in Washington, Tommy DeVito in New York, they've elected to go back to veteran guys which I think that it just it, they feel like yeah. those guys give them a better chance to win and I guess it's hard to argue against that I guess I kind of thought Greg for both of them you know I think maybe the commanders have kind of already made their mind up that DeVito's not the long-term I'm sorry that Hal's not the long-term answer I guess for DeVito Greg I probably would have given him two more games to see whether or not I thought he could be the number two like if I felt good about him being an inexpensive number two next year. I think it's interesting that they're going back to Tyrod. What did you see from DeVito? I, did, did you not see enough to think he could be a number two? Yeah, I mean, you know, DeVito had actually played, you know, relatively okay for the games in which he played. Um, they really limited what they did with him. See, that's ultimately the thing with coaches. If they feel they have to really limit what they can do, Ross, you know, that you played, then it becomes a problem. Because at some point, it, it, 
in any given game that that poses issues for your offense because you just can't do the things that are necessary to move the ball in the passing game. And I think finally against the Eagles this past week, you could see, because I obviously watched that tape, you could just see that there was nothing at the intermediate and vertical levels. Uh, I don't think DeVito saw it really well. And I think they probably just felt, you know what, maybe it's kind of run its course a little bit. They, it's a division game. I'm sure they were trying to win because it's a division game and a rivalry game. Uh, and you could see immediately as soon as they put Tyrod Taylor in, who's a veteran quarterback and has seen a lot in his career, you could just see the ball coming out. Um, and it was not coming out with DeVito. And I'll have more to say about those decisions a little bit later in the show as well. I want to get to some of these juicy matchups with you, Greg. Starting with tonight. The Cleveland Browns can clinch a playoff berth with uh, a week to go. They can get to 11-5 and five yeah. with a win over the New York Jets tonight. Uh, what are you going to be looking for in this one? What have you seen? And I guess I have a question, Greg. Flacco's playing a lot better than he did when he got opportunities with the Jets the last year or two. You know... I guess we got to give Stefanski a lot of credit for that, right? I mean, it's it's the same guy, and maybe Flacco's just playing better, has more perspective or whatever, but to me, that's a pretty big feather in Stefanski's cap that he's getting Flacco to play at a much higher level than he did when he got some starts for the Jets the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that really stands out when you watch the tape is the way Flacco expands the passing game, you know, one of the things you notice when you watch tape, when you see uh, plus split wide receivers to the field, Ross, in other words, the number one receiver to the field lining up outside the numbers and the ball is on the boundary, you know, on the other side of the field, that number one receiver to the field is really not part of most teams' progressions because that's a long throw for the quarterback. What Flacco does is he gives you that throw. So he expands your offense horizontally, uh, which is a big deal. And obviously we know he can throw the ball vertically. Uh, and he's also keep in mind he's also playing with two tackles who were not starters for them when the year started. So they're playing with two backup tackles in Christian at left tackle and Hudson at right tackle. And both have struggled a little bit. But Flacco's been around long enough to be able to compensate for that. Uh, he stands in the pocket. He has a little bit better movement than people might think. And as I said, he can stretch you horizontally, and we know he can stretch you vertically. So he's throwing the ball very, very well. He's very calm. He's always been that way. He just plays each play as a separate play. He's just given their offense a more expansive feel. You know what I like about him, Greg? And I think you got to be like a veteran guy sometimes to do this. If he sees like Amari Cooper and Man Man, he just throws it. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Like he yep. he, he trusts Cooper. He's going to put it where it's a better chance for Cooper to catch it than the DB. If he throws a pick in a game, it's not going to bother him that much. No. He's going to make up for it with all the other throws. I mean, he threw a touchdown this past week to Njoku, a 21-yarder. I'm sure you saw it. It was a seam ball. And, you know, it was an unbelievably great throw, but it was just a stick-nod seam. And he had Njoku, uh, who was, uh, I think it was a three-by-one set, and Njoku was number three, and he had he had the seam. It was versus a linebacker. So in Joe's mind, you know, you're throwing that ball, especially when the linebacker turns his back. You're throwing the ball. You know, he just, you're 100% right. He sees one-on-one, -on -one, he's throwing the ball. That's the NFL. It's a matchup game, you throw the ball. 
Let's talk Saturday night, Greg. It's going to be a good one. I love when we get a standalone game that should be awesome. Yep. The Lions and the Cowboys, Greg, what will interest you or what will you be particularly dialed in on in this one? Yeah, I'm really curious with the Cowboys O and the Lions D in this one for the reason that the, you know, obviously the Lions gave up a lot of yards last week to Nick Mullins. And we know we've talked about the issues they have at corner and it's hard to cover up, you know, average corner play in this league. And that is a major concern for them as they move forward into the playoffs and certainly in the Saturday night game. But, you know, they've got a young safety, Melifonwu, who has started the last two weeks, and he's made impact plays. He was a corner at Syracuse, because I remember evaluating him coming out, but he's now moved to safety. I think they get Gardner Johnson back this week as well. Um, it's going to be very interesting how it plays out for them on the back end, because I think they're a really solid defense. They just lack, you know, higher level corner play, and that comes back to hurt you. Uh, so, you know, they're trying to figure that out out but I think Aaron Glenn is trying to massage that and you know people might say he's not doing a good job because teams put up yards and points against them but as I said you talk to coaches and they'll tell you it's very hard to cover up average to below average corner play and that's just their issue right now and I would expect Dallas to be able to exploit that I didn't really know much about this Melifonwu guy in fact wasn't there another Melifonwu yeah, like from older brother who came out of UConn and was kind of a physical freak, but never quite made it in the league. He was about 6'4", 220, and he had unbelievable athleticism. Uh, as I said, he was a great tester, physical freak. He just didn't make it. But uh, this Melifon Wu is, uh, you know, has played the last two weeks, has started, and he's played really well. He's made impact plays. That's who I thought this was at first. No, I was like, no, no this guy's not as yoked, and he's longer. He's been – I mean, you watch the games. He's been everywhere. He's yep. been – Awesome. Absolutely Inter awesome. Almost as awesome, Greg, as Labatt Blue Light, which is what I'll be drinking tonight while I watch Browns Jets. Saturday night while I watch Cowboys Lions. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Okay, let's get to some of these juicy matchups on Sunday, including... The Dolphins and the Bills. It's a Sunday 1 o'clock game, interestingly. I'm sorry, Dolphins and the Ravens. Right. Dolphins and the Ravens. I got a week ahead of myself. What, uh, what interests you the most in this one? I'm going to be fascinated to see the Ravens D and how they deploy Kyle Hamilton because he's used in multiple ways, and he's a great player. I think in some ways he's the 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 key to their defense but they have many players who are good and, and Mike McDonald does a lot of really good things so I don't want to make it seem like it's just Kyle Hamilton but he's such an intriguing player but he's used in in many different ways and against this particular offense with all the speed that they have I'm really curious to see how McDonald thinks is the best way to deploy him I'm not smart enough for us to know what that is. I just know he's used in many different ways, and he makes an impact in in every position at, at which he's deployed. So I'm just fascinated by that because they make you play differently, the Dolphins. I mean, if you just look at last week, the Cowboys, the Cowboys were the highest percentage man coverage defense in the NFL going into their game against the Dolphins. 
they hardly played any man coverage because you just can't match up to Hill and Waddle. Because Gilmore, even though he's a good corner and has had a great career, he doesn't run as the way he did. Bland doesn't run well, and they just couldn't match up on the outside. So they ended up playing a high, high percentage of zone, way more too high shell coverage. So the Dolphins make you play differently than you normally do. Wow. That's a big advantage to get oh. a team out of what they're normally doing. Yeah, I mean, and and look, Dan Quinn's been doing this a long time. So, you know, obviously he believed that he could he could not match up because, you know, what's the last thing defensive coordinators want to allow? Long touchdowns, explosive play touchdowns. Yep, they can't stand it. So, Greg, it's not the juiciest matchup, but it's the game I'm calling for CBS with Chris that Lewis that and, and Jason McCourty. Week, What's that? That makes it the best matchup of the week. That's the only matchup that matters to me. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Falcons and Bears. It's interesting. It's fun to like really dive in on these teams, Greg. First of all, they both have defenses playing pretty darn well. Yeah. And secondly, they both want to do the same thing. They both want to run the ball and run play action. That's what they want to do. Sure. It is interesting watching them, Greg, because Heineke's like really trying to get the ball out quick. And that's not Fields. That 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 is not no. Fields. It's still it's still not Fields. No, I mean no. he's really I mean, at his best when he kind of no, runs around and makes a play. Fields is going to you know that whole situation as to what they do is obviously going to be extremely interesting, as we all know. But that's that's a discussion for another time. But um, you know. The Falcons' defense has been kind of a fun watch all year, Ross. I, I know you've probably studied it now because you're doing the game. But, you know, they've actually played really well without a dominant pass rusher. But they've done such a good job with the way they they disguise with late rotation. Um, you know, they, they, they're they just kind of a tactically interesting defense and therefore a tougher defense to play against. Um, but, you know, Fields is, is still... You watch him, he continues to leave too many throws on the field. He doesn't consistently see it or process it with the needed clarity and speed. Um, but obviously, he gives you a designed run game dimension. He gives you the scramble dimension. Um, so, and, and he's, you know, arguably the fastest straight line quarterback in the league right now. Um, you know, Lamar is Lamar. We know that. I mean, he's phenomenal. But I mean, I think Fields, just as a straight line runner, uh, may be, uh, you know, just better. Um, you know, when he's got a little bit of an elongated delivery that at times makes him a beat late with throws that demand precise timing. So, you know, he's an interesting quarterback because the special plays are special, but the uh, too many routine ones are missed. I think that's a really good way to describe him. And, you know, we'll see how these last couple games go, Greg. I think... Um, I'll be curious to see whether or not they think that they've seen enough improvement. Yes, that's good. And, and by the way, just a very quick point. I can't, I, I'm actually can't wait to start looking at the quarterbacks in the draft. I did most of them this summer from last year. I can't wait to get back to them. But, you know, everybody just assumes, they say, oh, this is a great quarterback class. You and I know that seven or eight quarterbacks are not all going to be great. It doesn't work like that. So people talk about a great class. They're not all going to be great. Well, there's a lot of guys that put up incredible numbers in college. And then what will happen is, especially when the OCs and the quarterback coaches and the head coaches start watching the tape, 
then you'll start to hear some different things. No question. No question. Yeah. Happens every time. Yeah. How about how about Greg? Uh, the Steelers and the Seahawks. Seahawks have had those two two minute drills last couple of weeks to yeah. win games. Steelers offense. Mason Rudolph. They came alive. Mason Rudolph throwing the ball to Pickens. Yeah, they had a couple of big plays. I mean, obviously that's. You know, that's always a good thing when you can hit big plays. Pickens is a supreme talent. You know, again, this is not a discussion about his character or personality or any of that. He is a high, high-level talent, um, and you need to get him the football to, you know, however you choose to do it. And obviously, when you hit long plays, uh, but the first play was just a quick slant, um, and, and he took it to the house, but he can do that. And, I, you know, it's interesting because he's about 6'3", 210, 215, and he ran away from people. Um so we'll see. It sounds like Rudolph will start. We'll see how it goes. Um, you know, this is a, this is actually a really big game this week. The Seahawks have been um, they've been pretty solid. You know, they they Geno Smith is obviously back. Um, you know, both teams want to run the ball. I think that obviously the Rudolph to Pickens was the big thing talked about last week. But I think what may have been more important for how they want to play was the fact that that Najee Harris had a had a strong game. Now can he do that every week? He hasn't shown that, uh, but that's the way I think they want to play. Greg, last one for you and I'm sure you get asked this a lot. Bengals Chiefs is kind of the marquee yeah. Sunday afternoon game. What what is going on with the Chiefs offense? Like how how is it we, we saw them last year without Tyreek Hill. What is going on, Greg? Yeah, they're they're not a very good offense right now. And I mean, there's certainly a lot of blame to go around. We're not going to sit here and say it's one thing. Um, you know, but I would say that uh um Mahomes has certainly not played well. Uh, you know, he he's always been a little loose and undisciplined in his play, but there's big plays have resulted. Um this year, um that's not producing the same results as it has in the past. One could argue that in many ways his game has been built on these phenomenal outstanding second reaction off schedule plays and they are not happening this year the way they've happened in the past um so you know that's one thing um you know i think that he's he's not seeing it really well one thing i learned from ron jaworski i worked with him for years and years and he always told me he said watch the quarterback's head and helmet he said if it starts moving around a lot as he drops and gets back in the pocket, that means he's not seeing it clearly. He's And I've heard other coaches say the same thing, and the term they use is a calm helmet. Right now, Mahomes is not playing with a calm helmet. There's a little bit too much head movement, and that's usually a sign that you're not focused correctly with what you know with clean elimination and isolation. And and he's not playing that way right now. Now, just to be fair. The offensive tackle situation is a real problem. They're starting a rookie, Morris, at left tackle. Taylor's been a problem all season long. So they, there's other issues, but Mahomes at this point, just if you're isolating him, he's not playing really good football right now. Greg, you're the man. Thank you so much. All right, Ross, appreciate it. Thanks. And Greg, if you want to get tickets or anybody you know wants to get tickets for any of these games, it's all about the Game Time app. I've been saying it all week on the different shows you can get unbelievably inexpensive tickets to some of these bowl games. If you live near any of these bowl games, it is ridiculous on the Game Time app. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. And then here's the thing. Even some of these Week 17, Week 18 NFL games, the prices are not bad at all. Take the guesswork 
out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code Ross for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, so again, create an account and redeem code ROSS for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. I am a huge fan of the Game Time app. Tux takes. All right, Ross. Commanders are starting Jacoby Brissett at quarterback while the Giants are starting Tyrod Taylor over Tommy DeVito. Don't really like either. Ron Rivera knows he's getting fired, so he just wants to try to win two more games for his lifetime record. And I guess maybe Dayball thinks he's on the hot seat a little bit and wants to try to win these last two games. I don't know. I mean, I I said earlier I would have started DeVito to give him two more starts and see whether or not you know, you think he can be a very inexpensive number two next year, which is valuable. Quarterback Russell Wilson is getting benched for Jared Stidham in Denver to, quote, preserve financial flexibility with an impending $37 million injury guarantee for 2025 becoming guaranteed in early March. The Broncos own $39 million regardless next year. Pretty clearly, Jack, I'm going to make this my Labatt take of the week. Presented by Labatt Blue Light, the pristine Canadian Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA. Buffalo, New York. I don't feel bad for Russell Wilson. Just like I don't feel bad for NFL teams when a player holds out or holds in. And I want all of you to remember this next August when that happens. Because this Russell Wilson story, stuff like this happens all the time. I have so many stories I could tell you. This guy is your starting quarterback. He's playing well. You're winning games. And you're threatening to bench him unless he foregoes $37 million in injury guarantees that you've already negotiated and agreed to. Man, it's, it's legal. There's nothing illegal about it. It's just crappy. And it's a crappy business which is why sometimes the players have to do things that the fans might think are crappy to utilize the leverage they have when they have it. Packers defensive back Jair Alexander suspended for a game for making himself captain and nearly botching the coin toss versus Carolina. One of my favorite stories ever. And then after the game, he's like, man, coach probably just didn't know I'm from Charlotte. <laughs> like, and then not only does he make himself captain, he's the one that calls the coin toss. And he says we want to be on defense. I, I guess he didn't even know you're supposed to say defer. Absolutely incredible story. And keep this in mind. You suspend a guy like this, he loses his guaranteed money with a suspension. I'll, by the way, I'll take real quick Browns 23-16 over the Jets tonight. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network on Samsung TV+, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out MyFrontPageStory.com. You guys know how I feel about it. Why don't you get a quick start on head, head, head start on Valentine's Day? MyFrontPageStory.com. BackOfficeSchedule.com. SteakhouseSports.com. HumanHeadNYC.com, Sportaculture, Pizza Boy Brewing.